Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. This is your host, Sports Guy David, with my fantastic co-host, Lucas Reyes, on Thank God It's Fantasy Football Friday. Say that fast three times. How are you doing, Lucas? I'm doing all right, bro. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Ready to get this in right now. We're going to start this off with some sleepers right now. Let me go with my first one. I never have this ready. <laughs> all right. Really a lot of good games. We, um, As you know, we uh, previewed all the games last week, so there's going to be a lot of good games and a lot of good matchups. The first guy I want to talk about, though, is Michael Pimmon from the um, Indianapolis Colts. This guy had a, had a breaking out party last week with 101 yards. Phillip Rivers is going to notice that, that he is the wide receiver one there. Zach Pascal is not there yet. T.Y. Hilton, what happened to him? I don't know, but I think this guy is going to be the wide receiver one moving on in the, in, into the season. And against Green Bay, you're going to need um, all the firepower and all the talent you need to get this team because I do think the Colts are going to upset them. I know I am crazy. Someone tests me. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Michael Pittman against this Green Bay defense who's been struggling in the last couple games. Um, they can either give up a lot or nothing at all. And I, I think this time they're going to give up a lot. And Michael Pittman's supposed to have a good game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I will, I, it's a tough matchup a little bit because um, Green Bay, you know, it's, it, they're going to force you to pass the ball and really keep up with them scoring-wise. But there are ho- some holes in the defense here, right? And Michael Pittman has been kind of struggling a little bit or at least been slower coming out the gate than the other wide receiver um, rookies in this class that have been playing amazing. But, you know, he did have a breakout game last week, like you said, and hopefully they continue. They're going to be looking forward to Michael Pittman to attack um, this strong or um, this week, sorry, uh, secondary of Green Bay. They are strong against the run, but Indianapolis just isn't that good running the ball anyway. So I'm sure that there's it's going to be um, Phillip Rivers trying to decipher and dismantle the defense through the air. So I like that pick too, and I'm going to stick with the Colts. Then I'm going to stick with um, for my sleeper, the Colts. I'm going to I'm going to pick uh, Naheem Himes, um, the running back for the Colts. He's been getting it done a lot through the air, out of the passing game as a, as a receiving back. And really, I just like Naheem Himes in general. These past few games, um, last game he had 28 points fantasy wise, and then the week before he had five points against Baltimore. But then the week before that he had 21. So he's kind of an up and down player, but I do think his role is going to be expa- um, expanding, especially against Green Bay. Like we said, they're going to force the Colts to just keep up with their firepower. So all hands on deck, Michael Pittman and Naheem Hines to start off the the first two sleepers. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned him because I wanted to talk about him. With, with the combination of him and Michael Pittman, I know it's going to take a lot more. But you got Mo Ali Cox. You got Trey Burton, I believe, is the tight end, if I'm not mistaken. Is it is it Trey Burton? Mo Ali's a uh, tight, tight end. end as well. Yeah, and then Trey Burton, yeah, he, he he's the tight end. Um, Philip Rivers love his tight ends. Look what he did in uh, – San Diego slash Los Angeles with Antonio Gates. But Naeem Himes, um, that guy could get it down. He's a PPR god. I think he could get at least five receptions, and he could also get a touchdown both on the ground through the air. All right, my next guy I want to talk about, your very own Los Angeles Chargers, Keenan Allen. Um, This dude has a – he's going to feast. Thanksgiving came early, a couple weeks early for Keenan Allen because this dude's going to feast. He is a reception god. He's Justin Herbert's favorite target. He is the the seventh-ranked wide receiver in PPR leagues according to sleeper this dude is just going to get it done third down if it's third down and you have keenan allen you know you you have a good fantasy output um this dude's just putting in work and um really underrated not a lot of people talk about him best route runner in the league in my personal um in in my personal opinion but this dude's gonna eat against the jets they just got rid of premier design desire uh one of their one of their top corner defensive backs. I don't know why he's actually a free agent right now, which is that he's like a top free agent right now. Um, 
but yeah, Keenan Allen's going to have a good game, obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I expect uh, Keenan to eat all game. And um, so that also leads me to another teammate. We're just having teammates and the... Uh, I really think, uh, you know, Keelan's going to be great, but everyone knows about Keenan, so maybe not too much of a sleeper, but a sleepers for sure, some deep ones, is definitely Mike Williams. And if you even want to go even deeper, is Jalen Guyton. Now, Jalen Guyton, I think he's, you know, in all sense of the words, uh, a sleeper for sure. But the matchup is just so great against the Jets, and he's been the one player that has consistently just bailed out uh, Justin Herbert whenever he's been under pressure and Whenever he has been under pressure, he just airs it out. And Guyton has been that vertical threat deep and down the field whenever they needed a big play and Herbert just needs to release the ball quickly. And, and it's usually a big score or a big chunk of yards. So he's definitely a big play guy, just like Mike Williams. And I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some shots down the field. And if you want to go even deeper, maybe even Donald Parham for sure. But um, some very huge sleeper opportunities here in this Chargers game. Um, Yeah, he averages 21 yards per catch. Um. And and this guy is just he's he's a big threat. And he also could get he either has one catch for seventy plus yards or one catch for ten. He's used when he's needed. And I think that the I think Justin Herbert's gonna have fun uh, this week. He's just gonna air that bitch out. Um, it might come down to the running game after you know the score um, widens a little bit. But I think Jalen Guyan is super super deep to uh, sleeper. He, he's either hit or miss. But um, when he hits, he hits. All right, this next uh, these are two sitters. That are teammates. Now, don't get mad at me right now. Don't get. I promise, don't get mad at me. Promise me right now, you won't get mad at me. Okay, fine. I'm gonna take a squared. I'm talking about Aaron oh. Rodgers and Aaron Jones. I am sitting those guys right now. I'm sitting them. Wow. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers got the toughest uh, matchup right now. The Colts allowed only two quarterbacks to post 20 plus fantasy points against them, and only 11 touchdowns through 10 games. And um, I think right there, that that's convincing enough. And, and you've seen Aaron Rodgers struggle this year. I, I mean, it was maybe like one game he struggled. But I think this is going to be his second game. And then I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. This defense, uh, let's see, this defense um, only allowed five rushing touchdowns all season. And um, only opposing backs have posted more than one 100 total yards against them. And last time they versed them, the Indianapolis Colts uh, was, uh, let's see, was like week. I thought they versed each other already. I guess they didn't. I'm tripping. I thought they. I thought they. I thought they versed each other already. But um, this Colts defense is going to step up a lot. And I, I talked about. I praised about the offense. I'm praised about this defense. And a lot of people. And this Colts team is six to three for a reason. There's some a couple games they should have won too. But um, I think both of them will struggle. I know this is, this is blasphemy, of course, because this is we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones. But I'm, de- I'm I'm looking deeper into this in this matchup, and I think that this Colts team could limit them to. Um, fantasy output wise, and even get the dub on top. So uh, I definitely know you're going to disagree, but um, uh, you know what? Um, Aaron Jones could be a good sit for sure. I mean, the Colts are just very good against the run. You saw what they limited Derrick Henry uh, last week. He didn't even break over 20 carries because they just needed to pass the ball to keep up with the Colts, which is not something that doesn't really happen too often. And also, you just look at to the Packers' struggles in the recent weeks. Um, there are seven and two, but the times that they have lost, um, they have been recent. They've they come in about this past month, and it, it really happened with the uh, the Buccaneers when they lost David Bakhtiari. Um, there was a little bit of a blueprint on how to get to Aaron Rodgers, and a few weeks later, they lost to the Vikings when they only put up twenty two points. So it was really just the the defense is getting 
um, exposure and there's now a little bit of a blueprint to, you know, if you have the right personnel to throw off Aaron Rodgers and this whole attack. And the Colts do have somewhat of that personnel. They do have DeForest Buckner and a solid front seven, Darius Leonard, and those guys that are just making a great impact. You mentioned Julian Blackman the other day. So I could totally see why you have Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones here. I'm a little skeptical on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I just trust him to do you know, play very well, but um, it's very reasonable to have them both on this list. Um, but I, I'll, I guess I'll agree with you about Aaron Jones. You know, the Colts definitely limited last um, last week uh, Derrick Henry. So I, I think Derrick Henry is a premier back in this league, top two, top three. Aaron Jones is probably, in, you know, around there because he's a scoring machine, but I don't think he's on the level of physicality of Derrick Henry. So I will agree with that for sure. Um, that's a good sitter. So, uh, yeah, I guess I uh, didn't get mad at you. But now uh, <laughs> going on to my sleepers, uh, this is some just to round off the rest of my sleepers list. And I, I guess I'm going to bring up this this game in general. And it's going to be the Eagles and Browns game. Uh, it's going to be in Cleveland. And, you know, Cleveland has just been having terrible weather these past few games that have been in Cleveland. Um whether it be just insane winds, uh, lightning, have a game delay. And then now this week, it looks like it's going to be raining. And, um, you know, if unless the weather changes up, uh, you know, it could be a little bit of a, of a of a struggling game for these two teams. And, you know, the ground game could be on on display for sure. And if you are looking at that, you're probably looking at, you know, you know Miles Sanders or Boston Scott for sure. But if the weather does um, clear up a little bit, I think some deep sleeper picks could be Travis Fulgham, Jalen Rager for sure. Um, just because I think that just the Eagles on this, I guess this Browns team, the way to attack this Browns team is definitely through the air. And I know Carson Wentz has been having his struggles for sure. And, and that's a whole different thing. But if you're looking for some very cheap options, I think maybe Jalen Rager um, for sure. And, uh, or, or uh, who was the other one I mentioned? Travis Fulgham, just because I, I like the matchup against the Cleveland secondary. If the weather does, um, you know, look a little bit better too. Yeah, and uh, I just want to talk about uh, Carson Wentz. And I was thinking about I, – I seen an article. I, I, I heard it on a podcast. I uh, I forgot who it was. I, I feel so bad because I want to give him credit. But they're saying I think Carson Wentz is mentally beaten. Because think about it. You got to oh, sit yeah. back and watch Nick Foles win his team – win with his team for a Super Bowl. And then the next year or a couple years later, they, they draft a quarterback in the second round and give you no help. Well, they give you Jalen Reger, but really technically really no help. Like, I think he's mentally being – that's not an exact quote, but that I heard that from someone else. God damn it, where did I hear that? I, I follow so much Instagram accounts, I don't know where the fuck I heard that from. But I, I was thinking about it, I was like, damn, dude, that, imagine that? Like, they mm-hmm. treat you like that? And I, I really think that's true. I think Carson Wentz is beat. But going back to the game, if it is raining, um, what have you seen? Um, you seen um, uh, the New York – or the New England uh, Patriots upset the Ravens, and they're still passing in. And I know the ball gets a little slippery, but I still think they'll pass it, especially against this really weak, injured – uh, Eagles defense, and I do have Travis Fulgham. I am going to sit him for um, for um, someone else. I forgot who I said um, before this podcast. But yeah, I can see that. I, I like in the Boston style, Miles Sanders um, pick more, and I li- also like the Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think it's going to be all ground game, maybe a low scoring affair too. I didn't know it was raining. Um, the weather's like, been so bad over there, dude. Well, just Incredible. Like, just like Outcast says, you could plan a perfect picnic, but you can't pre- predict <laughs> the weather this one it's new age shit you could predict the weather so i'm a, um it's gonna be an up and down game low scoring affair we'll see where it goes but yeah um i don't know i i don't know the ball's slippery but you, you still see them passing in the rain hopefully it lets up a little bit and we could uh see a good game but cleveland man i guess this is good for them 
Yeah, I think Trevor so. Trevor because they got Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb. And um, who knows if they're going to sign Cream Hunt. I can't wait to talk about that in offseason. All right. Um, going to go back to – I have a lot of teammates here. Um, another one people might get mad at me for. But um, I got a set of uh, quarterback and wide receivers here. Um, I got Tom Brady and Mike Evans right here. Tom Brady at, at sit I got him at sit sitting them. Um, I'm going to sit Tom Brady because I think just Aaron uh, – that offensive line, the best offensive lineman on that team is Wirfs, and he's a rookie out of the first round. I believe he was, what, like the eighth, the eighth ninth pick of the draft. Um, he's the best offensive lineman on that um, line. And I know Tom Brady can get the ball off, but you're, you're dealing with a lot of these guys uh, that have been stepping up these last couple of weeks in, in this Rams defense. You got Darius Williams, who had two interceptions against Russell Wilson. You got Jalen Ramsey I'm going to talk about a little later. But you got Aaron Jones, and that's the biggest problem. Or Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald, Aaron Donald. I have Aaron Jones on my tab right here. Uh, you got Errol Donald on, on on your defensive on the opposing defensive line, and that is scary. That dude, I just love watching film on that guy. Like, not a lot of people respect those guys in the trenches, but you got to respect that guy. He has nine sacks on the season. I think I think I believe that's right. Last time I checked, nine sacks on the season. Defensive player of the year for sure, probably. Um, I didn't he win last year? Am I am I mistaken? He won last year, right? Uh, probably, I think it was Gilmore, actually. Or Gilmore. Gilmore. I think he won the one before that. I know he won a mm-hmm. defensive player of the year for sure. But I think he's going to uh, make Tom Brady struggle a lot. I know Tom Brady got a loaded offense, and I know you're thinking Mike Evans. But Mike Evans um, is really salvaging his um, his uh, uh, his fantasy output with touchdowns. And I don't think that's going to happen now that you had Antonio Brown in the mix, who had six catches, 69 yards last week. And growing Kelsey getting more in the mix. And then Jalen Ramsey, I think, is going to be the guy on Mike Evans, and he only gave up one passing interference call all year, and that was, and that was last week. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is the real deal. I kind of didn't like him because I didn't know the full story with him in Jacksonville. I thought he was just like an asshole. And then I'm starting to like him even more, um, the more and more. He he is really a lockdown corner. I know he gets a lot of shit, but cornerbacks, defensive backs is like the hardest position to play. You're trying to guess what the receiver is going to do. And the fact that Jalen Ramsey is really good at it, I think he's the top, top cornerback. You can put Stephon Gilmore up there. Uh, Casey Hayward, unbiased. You can put him up there. Um, not last week, though. Just do not consider last week Casey Hayward. That dude was just getting torched. But um, I, I'm liking Jalen Mike Evans. And I, every time I see a Buccaneer game, I see Mike Evans just physically, uh, like, emotionally upset. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just who he is. But he just looks upset. And um, I think I think Tom Brady has better at this week with Chris Godwin, get him in the get involved more. And then Antonio Brown, as much as I don't want to say it, but I mean, I guess, you know, and then Gronkowski, that dude is just mossing kids left and right. I hate to say it because I, I personally don't like him, but that dude is just throw him. Throw, if you're at the, the, within the red zone, it's going to Gronk or, or Mike Evans, but Ray, Jalen Ramsey, I think he's going to shut shit down. And then I also think Tom Brady's not going to have a good game because Aaron Donald's going to get to him and he's going to make some, make some mistakes. Yeah, um, pretty great analysis right there, I will say. But um, think about Tampa Bay. They're the fourth best uh, team as far as protecting the quarterback right now, as sacks allowed. And the Rams are the fourth best team at getting to the quarterback. So it's going to be strength versus strength here for sure. Exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and the Rams defense. <clears throat> wow. Smoker lungs. Uh, the Rams defense is actually very good against the pass as well. And uh, Jalen Ramsey versus Mike Evans matchup is going to be something to watch. Um, the Ramsey versus Metcalf uh, matchups have been great so far. 
And I think that uh, maybe DK Metcalf for sure right now, as far as in a stage of career, is way more physical than Mike Evans. So I think Jalen Ramsey can live up to that. But like you said, they just have so many weapons over there. And, uh, you know, uh, the the pass rush for Tampa Bay is no joke too. So I'm sure in practice those guys are getting just the best out of it, you know, just going right at it. So um, it's going to be something to be to look forward down in the trenches. I'm sure Bruce Arians is going to be taking, um, you know, into consideration Aaron Donald and everybody among that defense. So um, I'm not sure if I am on board with sitting Tom Brady, um, but I definitely understand the reasoning behind it because I do believe in the Rams defense. I do believe they're for sure. But what I just don't don't know is if the game script is going to go that way. I do have Tampa Bay winning this game. I think they um, are going to get over the the little hurdles of the Rams. I don't know if they have enough on defense. It should be very entertaining, though, and I think it's going to be a good one. But uh, for me, I just uh, leave it undecided. I, maybe you just leave Tom Brady there. Going on to my sitters, though, um, I have a big name on this list, and I just want to make sure that I have the opponent correctly uh, here. Um, are the Titans not playing this week? Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, this is why I have, Derek, I have Derrick Henry on this list. And uh, kind of a surprise, but Derrick Henry on um, these past few weeks has kind of not been it. Uh, we just talked about how he was limited last week in his carries, and now he's going against um, this Ravens defense that we all know that the Ravens rush defense is very solid. Um, they've been very good. Don't look at the record the past few weeks. I think that just the losses have been a complete team losses for sure. Um, and so I just don't know if Derrick Henry is going to, you know, just be that same guy in the opponent's yard per rush is 4.5. And, you know, just the carries that, that uh, Derrick Henry gets, you know, maybe who he will eventually touch around 100. He always seems to be touching around 100, but it hasn't been, he hasn't been getting these touchdowns and people who do not get touchdowns on the Baltimore defense on the ground. They're the seventh best in rushing TDs allowed and fifth best in opponent rushes per game. So it just looks like, um, Derrick Henry's game is is just not going to – he's going to be out of his element naturally against Baltimore as far as fantasy output. So I think sitting Derrick Henry and finding a better option is the way to go this week. All right. Well, I'm going to disagree with you on Derrick Henry, obviously. I have Derrick Henry. Um, he took the 2020 um, rushing title as, as uh, lead right now. And this dude has – let's see, let's see. Um, how much – 11 total 100-yard rushing games. And this, this uh, I forgot who got injured on this Ravens defense, but he's he's facing a riddled Ravens defensive line here. And Tannehill's been struggling of late, so I think this this offense is going to flow directly through Derrick Henry. I think the production's there completely, and I think that um, he won't get dicked on touchdowns. I don't think they're going to put Jonu Smith there, the tight end in the goal line. It's going to come. It's going to be a very close game. I have the Titans winning this one, and I think that Derrick Henry is going to plow through this team and tire this defense up. So maybe Tannehill can get a little loose. But this is one of the fewest teams that that even if you're down, it still goes through mm-hmm. Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry is, is King Henry. I forgot to mention. He's King Henry. I, I, you know, this guy is the shit. Three, the third-ranked uh, running back in PPR. As, um, according to Sleeper, um, this dude is just a monster. And, I, and I, I fully disagree with you on this one. I think he's going to have a good game. We'll have to see. We might have to make a bet on that because I, I disagree with you that much. I've been losing bets, so I've been losing everything, man. I swear to God. I've been losing my mind, my my uh, everything. That got too serious. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hello? I'm just listening to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I 
got another uh, another pair of teammates here on my sleepers. I, I literally got all teammates. And if I don't have a teammate, you have the teammate. I have I have another set of teammates here. I got Russ Burkhead mm. and Damian Harris. Um, Damian Harris had 121 um, yards. Um, I believe that's his career high. That's his yeah. That's he didn't do nothing last year. Uh, that's his third rushing or third 100 yard rushing game out of one, two, three, four, five, six of his games he started. Um, that's 50 percent, and he's up against Houston, who's Houston. They've been kind of just like. Just like bottom of the barrel, and no one really cares about them. You know, the only good news they had was they fired Bill O'Brien, and ever since then, they've been just real quiet. Well, Damian Harris will get it done on the ground, and Rex Burkhead is pretty much a wide receiver. He's just a slot. He's the new Julian Edelman. This is just another wide receiver. He had two touchdowns last last week, and one very impressive falling behind his back on the back shoulder on the quarterback. It was, it was, it was, I hate to praise the Patriots, but damn, that shit was good. And it was thrown by a wide receiver. I'm liking Rex Burkhead and the receiving game and like Damian Harris on the run game. Cam Newton is going to do his thing as well. That defense is going to um, – I don't know if they'll hold up, but that uh, the corner uh, defensive backfield of that uh, Patriots defense is it's pretty decent. I think Deshaun Watson will struggle. Um, they need to get into Will Fuller a lot more. This dude is healthy. Take advantage of that because last three, four years he tore something or he's always out. So use – Full advantage of Will Fuller. I love that guy. He's one of. I don't know why I like him a lot. He's personally one of my favorite wide receivers. He just gets down the field fast. I don't know why they don't utilize him. But I'm taking Damian Harris and Rick Burkhead. Great handcuff this week. I love the it. Houston defense is. <clears throat> excuse me. Last in the league in opponents' yards per rush, opponents' carries per game, and opponents' rushing yards per game. They're last in all three of those categories, and they're 24th in opponents' rushing touchdowns per game. So for sure, I am definitely on board with this, and I think it's just going to be a huge day for the New England running attack to feast, whether it be uh, Cam, Burkhead, or uh, Harris. I really do. uh, I'm I'm on top of that for sure, 100%. Um, Let's see. Going on to another game. What should I choose? Um... I'll go with this one. Sorry, we were just talking about it a few few players ago, and it was the Rams-Buccaneers game, but uh, I'm on my sitters now, and um, I was thinking maybe the Rams running backs, you know, Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson. I know you really like their running back committee back there, but, you know, I don't know if it's going to work against Tampa Bay and their front seven. You know, Tampa Bay is just such a vicious team, and, uh, you know, just reading their stats right now um, – they're number one in opponents' yards per rush given up. That's They only give up 3.3. 3.3 yards per rush. Um, opponents' rushing yards per game, they average only giving up 76.6 yards per game. That's number one in the league. And uh, they they give up less than one rushing touchdown per game. So, uh, you know, I think that just statistically looking at what Tampa Bay has done, their front seven is very scary. And uh, this could be spelling disaster for the running backs. They love to establish the run over there in uh, L.A., the Rams. And when that happens, if there's no running attack, then Jared Goff subsequently struggles. So I also have um, Jared Goff on here as well um, because we know what Tampa Bay can do defensively, and it just just makes so much sense. Rams have gotten away from the running game a lot this year, and that has been where they have uh, lost these games. And it's when they've completely abandoned them, and Jared Goff has been out there left to um, just make these amazing plays and reads by himself without a running attack. And he's not that guy. So I really think that just all around, Tampa Bay is just going to shut down the Rams' offense. All right. So you said the running backs. Um, it's really hard 
fantasy wise for those running backs, if you have two of the three, I think you're good. But um, you don't, you definitely don't want to waste a spot on a running back that doesn't do nothing. Those running back committees, I um, really hard in fantasy. I like them personally. Um, but Cam Akers is the third running back. You got Malcolm Brown the second, and Darren Henderson. But those guys are all bound. At least one of them is bound to go off. So in fantasy, I do agree with you in this one. I I do agree with you to sit those guys. But when we're talking about the actual game, I think those guys are going to have a, a a very big part of the Rams' victory over Tampa Bay. They're all going to do something. They're going to have to run screens. They're going to have to get creative because you, you're right. That front seven is pretty scary. I thought Halloween was over. But, no, it's still it's still Halloween when it comes to that front seven because they are scary. Um, they're going to have to run some screens. Cam, Cam Akers, healthy. He is healthy. Um is pretty dangerous, and that's why they drafted them so high. Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson, they could get on the ground and through the air. They're going to have to get real creative. Um, so I'm real excited to see what they do there. So I'm gonna, And then with Jared Goff, um, that, that, that secondary is getting saved by that front seven, but I'm going to disagree with you on Jared Goff. I think he's going to have a good game. You got Josh Reynolds, um, a guy who I wanted to talk about. Um, not for uh, what's bias, the word we yeah. always use, uh, recency bias. Not for recency bias. I've been on this guy since two years ago i remember he was one of the first one of the first sleepers i ever picked and he had a good game against green bay i actually seen that game live um two years ago in the coliseum um i i personally like josh reynolds and um he's been filling that void like he filled that void last week and you still got cooper cup there and you got robert woods but this guy is a fast speedy guy um and he's a pretty big guy he's six three i didn't know he was six three he's pretty tall but last week he had eight he had 10 targets the most targets he had all all year and uh eight catches the more the most catches he had all year i know it was against seattle's horrendous passing um defense but he had 94 yards 11 yards per catch didn't have a touchdown but he has two on the season i think this is a really deep sleeper if, if you're like in a 12 16 man team or whatever um this is a super super deep sleeper um i would rather um Robert Woods, I don't know. Cooper Cup, I like Cooper Cup more than Robert Woods because Cooper Cup just gets it done. But um, I think Jared Goff will have a good game too. I, 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 it's so hard because just what if you said. It's a tough matchup, I'll give you that. But um, damn, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of hard to convince you guys. They have the number one defense against the pass right now, and uh, it, looks like, it looks like Andrew Whitworth is out for the rest of the season, regular season. Damn. Uh, it's going to be tough. I think, damn. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm I, like I said, I think the Rams are gonna win, so I'm gonna stick to my guns. I think that they're gonna they're gonna find creative ways. They're gonna get screens passing there. They might even have Josh Reynolds throwing a touchdown or some. They're gonna have to get creative against this Tampa Bay defense, and I think they'll do it. Uh, McVay is a very smart man. Yeah, um, like you said, tough matchup. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, it's it's a tough matchup for sure. It's gonna be a good game. I really I really can't. Wait. Oh right. Um. Let's see, who do I got left? I got one more sleeper and two more sitters. Uh, sleeper right here, I'm going to go with AP. Uh, John J. Swift, I just got the notification right now if it cut off, uh, is out for the season. Or not out for the season. He's out for the game. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry to scare you. Uh, he's out for the <laughs> game. So AP oh, is back. And you see what he done. I know this was an eight, like, ages ago. But week one, he had 93 yards. 6.6 yards per carry. And since then they've been they've been moving DeAndre Swift in to that starting role and his and his role's been uh, AP's role's been slimmering down. But he got he got the he got the spot now. And he's gonna prove to people that he still got it. His bald ass motherfucking ass still got it. And god they, they really man, sleeper, let me just tell you, sleeper, if you're listening, the app sleeper app, 
update these photos, my guy. He got one from the Redskins, and he looks like he's on something, my guy. Come on. And get Gio, um, get Gio, Giovanni Bernard's picture off. I'm, I'm going to mention that every fantasy football. I always see – I always check up on it, you know, and see if they, they, they switched out the picture. They haven't. And then uh, – Guyan's picture, man. He, I don't know. His hair is all. Have you seen that picture of him on Sleeper? His hair is wilding out. Oh Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's wilding out. I don't even know if it looks like that now. It's, it's been a long time, you know. Uh, but I like AP in this round. Uh, I think the production and um, is going to be there. If they're going to have to run it, it's going to be to him. And I, I stupidly said that the Detroit Lions are going to win this game without Galladay because Galladay is out and without uh, Danny. Um, Armandola also out, so I'm I'm thinking uh, Marvin Jones and um, Marvin Hall. If that's a deep sleeper right there, Marvin Hall is going to be the wide receiver too. There, uh, I think Matthew. Oh, Goddamn, I, I sound stupid trying to convince myself that Detroit's going to win. Um, but I think AP is going to get it done on the ground. Uh, last time he had anything was Week Three at 75 yards, and then Week One 93, like I mentioned earlier. He only has two touchdowns on the on the year, but that's as a backup. He is a starter this week, so I think that. He's going to get it done. Yeah, um, well, Carolina just, they have a poor rush defense. So it's kind of a stretch here because Detroit, I'm not sure about their running presence at all. It's one of the worst running attacks out there. But if they if they need to definitely get something going and get, um, you know, some more wins on the way. They just seem like they're just falling off, though. Like, I, I, the Detroit Lions in general, like, these past few weeks, uh, after maybe, like, trying to turn the corner and, you know, push some victories out. I know they won a they won a close one against Washington last week, but uh, I'm not sure if this team is just on the rise. Adrian Peterson, man, that's a deep sleeper. Yes. All right. Um. I'm oh, sorry. I'll finish off my sitters real quick, and I just got a bunch of quarterbacks on this list, so uh, just bear with me here. First one, I'm gonna pick on. Um, I always seem to pick on every single week, but I've been pretty much right about this team. Um, Drew Locke, the, the Broncos are having a tough one against the Dolphins. Um, we all know what the Dolphins have been up to lately, just putting away teams, having great defensive play, great impact play from their defenses, whether it be scoring or making turnovers or special teams as well, blocking punts. Drew Locke, uh, I think it's going to be a long day. Um, last week, they didn't even get anything going, I believe. Uh, yeah, they got destroyed and blown out by the Raiders, and I think that the Dolphins are a stronger, much better coached team on defensive side of the ball, so... That's that. Um, going back to the Eagles-Browns game real quick, just in case if the game is raining still, uh, I think Mayfield and Wentz should both be sat. Um, Mayfield hasn't been doing anything these past few weeks anyway because it's really been weather-related. And, uh, you know, when it when the weather's involved, he just doesn't seem to be a factor in these games. And then lastly, um, Andy Dalton of the Cowboys. Uh, he's going to be coming back. But uh, I don't think that's going to change anything, especially against this Vikings team, who has turned around their season defensively, actually, and has actually now been uh, been formidable in these past few weeks as a as a defensive opponent. So I think Andy Dalton and uh, whatever spark the Cowboys got from putting up a tough fight against the Steelers is completely gone. Yeah, I'm agree with um, both those. Drew Lock is favoring his rib. It's uh, he said, uh, "quote a little sore Friday morning." Um, He's been favoring that rib since he got injured in week uh, week two. Um, he split carries or he split snaps with Brett Ripon, but it looks like uh, he's questionable. But it looks like Vic of uh, Vango or what's his name? Vic, Vic Bangio. Bangio uh, is leaning towards starting him. So if you if he is getting started, 
Um, I'm, I, I agree with that. Sit, um, Brian Flores and this Miami team, I'll praise every week. They've been doing some crazy things with that, with that um, roster that, that he put together. It's pretty crazy what he's done, and um, he really got my vote for uh, coach of the year. Six and three, the Dolphins are just putting in this immense work, and and the defense has been stepping up too. You forgot Brian Jones is there. You got Xavier uh, Howard there, and um, uh, Van Noy. Like those those acquirees from this last season really. Um, Really putting in some work, and I really think Drew Locke will have a really bad game. I think about picking up Miami's defense, really. And then um, who's the other guy you said? Uh, Andy Dalton. Oh, yeah, Andy Dalton, um, the Red Rocket, the Red Rifle, um, whatever you guys want to call him. Um, against who Who they're versing? You just said it. Oh, uh, Vikings. Oh, yeah, the Vikings really, yeah, you said it. They really turned around this defense, and um, I think the, the, this sucks because the talent's there. At wide receiver and running back, but it's not there in offensive line due to injury. So I think he'll struggle, maybe get like 170 with like two interceptions and touchdown. Not worth your fantasy, especially in these times where playoff seeding is getting um, set in. Um, so you said two quarterbacks. I have two quarterbacks, one sit, one start. Uh, start right here, maybe a sleeper, Taysom Hill. He just got the start this week. We have to talk about him. I thought I was assuming James Winston was starting. Uh, I don't know who I feel comfortable more. Uh, Taysom Hill, we've seen he's like that Swiss Army knife. He could do it on the ground, through the air, kickoff return. I mean, you see this guy everywhere. He's mostly known for just receiving. But this is his first career start as a quarterback. So I'm really, really interested in see what's going to happen. And um, I think he could be a sleeper Atlanta. I have Atlanta winning this one. I don't know why I have Atlanta winning this one. I thought uh, Winston was going to be um, starting. But now Taysom Hill, I think that kind of sways me a little bit more. I, I think I have more faith in Taysom Hill, who we never seen start at quarterback, than Winston, who started quarterback the last three, four years. Um, that's pretty bad. But uh, I'm, I don't know what do you feel about Taysom Hill. I have him like as a sleeper, maybe. Like if you, maybe if you're running two quarterbacks, definitely have him as a quarterback. I know he's listed as his tight end. I think on Yahoo, I, there's like a loophole where he's a tight end. In wow. One but I think they're going to change that. But. Um, I don't know. He's a I, he's a sleeper. If you, if you have no option at quarterback, literally no option, you go with him or maybe a quarterback too. If we're in those court, two quarterback leagues or DraftKings, you know whatever. But what do you feel about Taysom Hill? Well, I feel that you know when we first heard that Jameis Winston was going to be the quarterback, that okay, Sean Payton was going to draw up a good game plan. But when you know you bench Jameis Winston in the middle of the week, obviously he's fucking up in practice. Or that Taysom Hill gets you a better um, option to win the game, either or or both. But point being, um, Taysom Hill is going to have the full reins of this offense. So I do believe that there is opportunity and fantasy value here for sure. Um, he's just going to have to be a passer, though, and that's what I'm concerned because, you know, the Atlanta defense, the way to beat them is through the air. They're like the worst-ranked team passing, but they're kind of ranked running the ball. So um, it's going to be a testament to how well Sean Payton does as a coach. But I think that he has – he has that ability, and Taysom Hill is for sure going to get you know two touchdowns at least. I think whether it be running or, or um, you know throwing the ball, passing the ball, he's going to have all of his weapons around him: Michael Thomas, Kamara, Emmanuel Sanders, um, Jared Cook. There's there's ways to beat Atlanta, and it's he has so many weapons to do it. If Taysom Hill's anything like they said that he actually is, like Sean Payton has been hyping him up behind closed doors these past few years, uh, I, I think that for sure you should might as well try and start him. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to see him. Um, my last guy I have, and then we'll go to DraftKings. Unless you have any, do you have any more? No, I'm done. All right, so my last guy I have is Jake Lolton as a sitter. Uh, this like I say it every week. The Jacksonville Jaguars haven't found their identity yet. They 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 have so much potential there. 
he uh he's I think he's gonna force a lot of things. He's gonna try to steal that starting job over Minshew and hell, maybe they, they might even draft a quarterback this year. So he's really fighting for his life here. Rookie out of Oregon State. Um just Pittsburgh is just it's just too tough. Um I know I've been saying that they're imposters and stuff. Well look at their record and look who they're versing. They're versing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think it's gonna go James Robinson. And if Jake Long is going to have any luck with anything, he's going to have to go through James Robinson through the air and on the ground. Um, LaVishka Chanel. LaVishka Chanel. Um, Keelan Cole. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, uh, man, what's the other DJ one? Shark. DJ Shark. Um, but this this Pittsburgh defense, I think, is going to get to uh, Jake Long. And I feel bad for the guy because uh, I, I, I kind of liked him week one. He came out 300 yards, touchdown, and an interception against um, Houston. He also had a rushing touchdown, too. But uh, we'll see where this goes. But uh, I'm not liking this matchup. Pittsburgh, I just just they just have a better roster overall. Yeah, um, I think so too. I'll definitely agree here. That whatever bright spots that Jake Linton showed, I mean, I did like him, but he, it's just so unfair the situation he got thrown into. So yeah, um, I for sure got the Steelers in this one dominating. All right, so we're gonna move on to DraftKings. As you know, I do uh, DraftKings challenge head to head versus my boy here. And what I do, because I have so much football cards and I'm um, in debt with uh, all my financials with it, um, I, I shuffle the cards up, generate a random generator, pick a card, and that's who I play regardless. Unless they're injured or questionable, I take them out. If they're questionable, I take them out because I lost a lot with that. So um, this is my lineup right here. I had $200 left over. So I was pretty I was pretty excited about that. So um, I'm going to go with my quarterback. This is all random. Quarterback, I got Kirk Cousins at 6,200 against Dallas who um, Dallas pretty much given up, and Kirk Cousins coming off his first win on Monday Night Football. He was 0-5. I know. Can you believe that? That's and crazy. He, and he came out and won. He's turning people's heads. The whole Viking organization, they're changing. The defense is starting to get together. And, and the offense, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, got Dalvin Cook. Do not forget about Dalvin Cook. And also my boy Alexander Madison. I interviewed not the two major. All right, and my running back, I got Todd Gurley, the second at 5,900 against New Orleans. New Orleans, I think that's one of the best um, – running um, offensive, but Todd Gurley is a hard runner, and uh, if you need him to get to the touchdown or even not to get in the touchdown, <laughs> he's going to uh, get it. <laughs> he's going to get it. He's going to eat, so I, I like Todd Gurley. Um, I like his story coming back to Georgia. You know, the Rams kind of dicked him, but, you know, he's having a good life in Georgia. I think he, he benefited from that. All right, next guy, I got James Conner at 6,600 against Jacksonville. Um, I really don't like this pick uh, because – when Ben Roethlisberger gets going, they kind of forget about they have runner backs. So they're like, oh yeah, we have runner backs, and oh yeah, also we have Benny Snell. Go ahead and run for the touchdown, James and James Conner, because my boy, my boy, uh, James Conner, um, or oh, actually my boy Joe, um, the Charger fan we I always talk about, he has James Conner, and I just see him always being upset that Benny Snell's getting the touchdowns or he's not getting the yards. So I don't know how I feel about that. Moving on to this uh, wide receiver, I got Keenan Allen. I kind of lucked out here. I got Keenan Allen against the Jets. We talked about him earlier. And I also lucked out again. I got Josh Reynolds. I got Josh Reynolds. Uh, I have his card. I actually really like that card he has. Um, so I got Josh Reynolds, the two guys I talked about. And then I got another Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, um, De- De- um, Deontay. I always get his name wrong. Deontay Johnson? Yeah. Deontay Johnson. Um, those wide receivers are just so good. If you have at least one of them, um, or at least if you have two of them, you know, it's good to go. You got Claypool. But I think I have Claypool personally in my my fantasy with Lucas. And then you got Juju, who's always dancing around and shit. And then you got Johnson. So um, 5,900, I guess. That's good. Um, tight end, I got Austin Hooper. I don't know how I feel about that. I drafted him, and I dropped him like three weeks later. 
in my in my draft, uh, my season long draft, sixty yards and a touchdown. I don't think the passing is going to get there, so maybe he could establish a touchdown at thirty nine hundred. I guess. Um, I got another Cleveland guy on my flex. I got Nick Chubb, so I think that's going to really going to bail me out here. I got Nick Chubb as my flex at seven thousand dollars, so maybe that'll work out. And I got another Cleveland. I got three Cleveland players or whatever. I got the defense of the Browns against Philly. Um, you got my boy. Um, uh, what, what was the what was the guy I gave? What was the nickname I gave Miles Garrett? The massacre. What, what I uh, think so. Massacre. The Garrett. massacre. Garrett is going to get to a Carson Wentz who's mentally beat. I feel bad for the dude. I'm a copay as therapy. So yeah. So I had two hundred dollars left over, and that is my DraftKings random lineup. What was your um? Sorry, last before you go. What was your tight end? Uh, Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Okay, for sure. Um, I don't fuck with your squad. It's kind of tough with Todd Gurley. I, your running backs are kind of a tough situation. I think you've had some better random drafts in the in the past. Yeah, this this one I I didn't like the James Conner one. Uh, I got Nick Chubb. I don't like Austin Hooper. Uh, I don't know. Well, watch watch. I win this one. I'll be I fucking pissed. I don't want to win with this one. I really don't. I'll be upset if I win. I bought one, and I, I'm so into it that I entered a $1 entry, actually, with this lineup. So hopefully I win something. Um, but for my quarterback, I went with the quarterback that we just talked about, Taysom Hill. At 4800 I think is great. Um, great upside. I could invest anywhere else with that cheap of a score. Uh, running back, Mike Davis, 6800 against the 32nd worst running uh, opponent position ranking against running backs in the Lions. Naeem Hines, for the reasons we talked about earlier, at 5200 Keenan Allen at 7,400. Justin Jefferson at 6,000 against Dallas. Uh, Michael Thomas against uh, Atlanta. He's at 7,300. And Jared Cook at 4,100 against uh, Atlanta again. Uh, My flex is going to be Rex Burkhead. I really believe in Rex Burkhead this weekend. It's such a great matchup and the value. I'm insane. He's only 4,600. And then defensively, I got the Dolphins against the Denver um, already bad Broncos offense at 3,400. I think the Dolphins are going to put the beat down and maybe even get a defensive score. How, how much money you had left over? 400. Oh, okay. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you're obviously, I think you're going to win this one. I really think so. Um, you have a great – you know, we talked about the players you picked, and we barely talked about the players I picked. So um, we'll see where we go. Um, I, I, need, I need to tally up the record. I need to go. I think I won four, and I think you won two. Steven won one. I think Julian won one. I think that's – yeah, I think something that's around right. there, and then a random one, one because I didn't set it up right, so that really <laughs> kicked our ass. He kicked our ass. He like scored two hundred points on us. All right, well there you guys have it. Um, Lucas, where can they find you on on um? On social media. Find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas where you can see my pinned tweet. My pinned tweet has a thread of all of our podcasts. And that's also how you enter our giveaway, our $100 NFL shop gift card giveaway. All you have to do is like, retweet, or comment under the thread of those podcasts. And you must follow me, Sports Guy David, and the Fantasy Sports Cape on Twitter. And that's it. That's how you're entered our monthly giveaway to win that gift card. What about you, David? Where can we find you on social? You can find me on Sports Guy David on literally any social media alley. You just click that in, you come and find me. And as you know, I'm selling Sports Guy David. Master care packages. It comes with a T-shirt, four stickers, a pin, and a keychain. All profits go to breast cancer awareness. Um, donating all the profits. And you know, breast cancer awareness month is over, but breast cancer still continues. So go ahead and get your shirt. They're really nice. Check them out. They're nice and pink. Has my logo on it. And in the back, it says for the ladies because, you know, it's all for the ladies. Hashtag all booze matter. But there you guys have it. Go ahead and follow the Fantasy Sports Cave on all social media, too. We post all our stuff, predictions and stuff on there. 
But uh, there you guys have it. I hope you guys enjoyed the, the fantasy football podcast on a Friday. Get you guys' picks in. Definitely, uh, if you guys want to challenge on DraftKings, that'll be a lot of fun too. We should do a fan DraftKings where I just add everyone and we can play some money on it. Um, but yeah, there you guys have it from the fantasy sports case. Sports Good David, Lucas Reyes, we are out. Thank you.